Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. All right, all right, all right. We'd like to welcome everybody here tonight to a Hot Topic Tuesday right here. And we got we got the host, Dove C's, Matt Spasia, and Miss Bonita in the building. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> How everybody doing this week? I'm doing well. I had a good day. I made it to work. I did my work. I left work. <laughs> and I went and hung out with my son. We went to the movies. We saw Doctor Strange finally. You know, I got to go on Tuesdays when it's a lot cheaper, a little discount day. But anyway, it was a good. It was a good day. It was a really good day. Really enjoyed life. Sounds like a lot of work to me. <laughs> yeah, work, work, and work. Yeah, but I got this awesome compliment today too. I was like, wow, check me out. So that kind of put me on. You know, like when somebody gives you a really cool compliment, then it has you feeling, sometimes compliments have you feeling like, oh, okay, thanks. You know, I didn't even think you noticed. But then sometimes compliments have you thinking, wow, yeah, I do do that well, don't I? But that reminds me of things that I need to start doing better. So it was one of them kind of compliments where it's giving me energy to sharpen my saw even better. So. Oh, God, I'm scared to ask what that compliment, so we're going to leave that one right there. <laughs> gonna leave that one right there. <laughs> so, um, are, are you are um are you making it um to Chicago this weekend? I live in Chicago, so definitely. Oh, I will be there. I'll be there. I'll give you a big old, huge, gigantic hug, though. See. That's cool. That's cool. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody putting faces to these voices. You know, you talk to people. You you talk with people on these shows so much. You feel like you know them, your family, and then you finally get to see them. You say, "All right, it feels good to put a face with that voice." So, yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm really excited, looking forward to meeting all the different people that I, I haven't had a chance to meet yet. It's gonna be an event. What's up, hey, Mr. Matt? What's up with you? What's going on in Matt's world? Man, it has been a hectic week. Um, right in the middle of finals, quite literally four hours away from being in the middle of finals. Um, I've already had my managerial accounting final. I just took my applicational child psychology final. I have my early U.S. history final tomorrow. Then I have my fiscal um, accounting final, and then I end it with macroeconomics applied to the real world. Long title, long-winded stuff. (laughs) But luckily... After the affirmation of a couple months' worth of efforts, I will be one step closer to my college degree. And I also get to come to Chicago. I'm doing four events in two days, and it's going to be amazing. We got adult prom slash the POET awards on the 17th. Then we're doing control the mic 
on the 17th. Then we got Praise the Roof on the 18th. And also on the 18th, Solace Souls two-year anniversary show. So I'm going to be super busy. I'm blessed to be bringing my brother in Art Spades with me. Um, it's going to be amazing. I'm getting to see the POET family, get to see, you know, Dub C's for the first time in person. We work together every week, and I'm going to get to meet him for the first time after, you know, months of working with him. So it's, I'm super excited. It's going, to be, it's going to be a very nice way to come out of finals week and transition into this break. That's what's up, my brother. That's what's up. Well, man, I, I just got to say with the holiday coming up, you know, I'm really – I'm really overexcited to get a chance to meet everybody, get a chance to spend time with the, um, the entire POT family, you know, coming together as family. And just like 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 um, the founder on um, Black Ice was saying yesterday, you know, it feels good. When you go to events and you say, wow, these people really put this together. They did a good job. But this is one event where poets get to sit. Well, not sit because it'll be every member of poets' job to make sure that everybody that attends enjoy themselves, like I say, you know, you get them up, make them dance, get up, hey, let's do this, you know, so it, it'll just feel good to see that the event, make, see that the event turns out to be a success, you know, because, you know, we know we got the name Poet written on it, people with extraordinary talents, then it has to be something spectacular, so I'm really looking forward to seeing that, and I'm I'm just excited to be here with you guys today, every time, every time we get the we get to get together and do do something, you know, one one of the episodes of a show, be it Voices Behind a Pen, be it Spoken Word, whatever it is, it's always amazing and exciting. So I'm quite sure we got something exciting tonight. We got, I see we got viewers, and for everybody that's tuning in right now on Facebook Live, you are tuned in to the three-time award-winning national, how we say that, how we, we got we to gotta say like Matt Spager. Say it, say it for me, Matt. Ladies and gentlemen, dear lovely souls, you're tuned into three-time national award-winning POET Radio. This is Hot Topic Tuesdays, hosted by your man Dub C's, Miss Benita Osset, and I'm Matt Spezia. And we got a fabulous topic here tonight. We got something that I've been getting a lot of questions about. I'm releasing an album. It's very much so a melding of hip hop and poetry. And I've been getting questions as I've been blessed to come up in the scene about what the real difference is between performance poetry, page poetry, and hip-hop are, and just, I got a breath of experience sitting on the team with me tonight, and I can't wait to delve in on this topic. So um, I'm going to swing it to the legend himself, Dub C's. Uh, what do you think about this topic on an overarch? Well, actually, you know, this this is like a, this is a fantastic topic with me because I actually did, I did poetry Back when I was a, when I was a, a, a youth, you know, growing up, I started doing poetry. But I also I dipped I dipped over in in the hip hop world, and I, I really made a name for myself as far as being a hip hop artist and everything. So a lot of people always say, "Oh, it's all the same thing," but they fail to realize that it, you know, the only the only let me see how can I put it, the only two things that that they both have in common would be. The, um, the fact that they both the word flow and storytelling, you know, they you can use both 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 types of music can be used as a storytelling and the word flow is crazy, you know. I just happen to excel more at, at the time. I'm happen to excel more into the hip hop world, you know, because it, it was a it was a free a free means of expression. And at the time, you know, it was like, you know, man, if you were if you was a rapper, you was the crap, you was the top dog, you was this, you was that, so. But spoken word and poetry 
has always been around before people start putting music to to the um the poetry turning into hip hop that was always that spoken word first, you know. As you can see in all the old movies, when you hear the little jazz music playing in the in the clubs, what is it? People's doing spoken word over over just a, like a jazz beat. But before the music came along, they were still doing poetry. So I somewhere somewhere in here we're gonna figure out, you know, what pop what came along first. <laughs> Hello there. I think, you know what, I, I see it as all all three of them as art. I see that, like it's all a form of artistry. And um, I think it's just some people are a lot better at writing stuff down than they are at, you know, freestyle, like off the top of their head. But I was talking to um, one of our other poet members the other day, Vision, and she was saying that, She's actually better off the top of her head than she is, you know, just kind of like putting a pen to the pad. So it'll come to her mind first, and then she just speaks it out, and it's like freestyle. And we have a lot of rap artists who do that too, the whole freestyle thing. And then there's rap artists. I remember once hearing Eve, um, she said, "I," she said, um, I, I'm, "I'm a lyricist. I am not a freestyle artist. I cannot do that." Like she recognized that as an art that she doesn't have the skill set for. Right. So, you know, there's a, I guess there's, um, and then, you know, hip-hop, of course, is, I think, in association with poetry, but definitely like that, you know, um, sometimes we have, some people will differentiate between what we perceive as rap and what we perceive as hip-hop or what we perceive as trap music or what we perceive as just goofiness or whatever. But like you said, Dub, they all telling stories. Whether they're using a bunch of curse words, whether they're demeaning, you know, women or men, whatever it is that they're doing, whether it's good or bad, they still, bottom line, everybody's telling the stories. So I agree with you there. That's one thing they all have in common. And then they're all, it's a form of art. And it's and I think that we all, each and every one of us on earth, have the capacity to be creative, but some of us just don't tap into that skill all that well. You know, some tap into the skill much better than others. So it's a person in my opinion, who is an, an artist willing and able to tap into their creative mind and let that flow, those juices flow, and uh, tell a story that makes an interesting story. Because, like, we could also probably add into that storytellers or comedians, you know. Yeah. I said, I, 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 with, with that topic, um, you know, I, I did a I did, uh, I actually used to always look things up and try to find out more about it because I always was questioned about, well, oh, oh, you was a rapper, you was this, so why do you think you can do poetry? And I said, man, I said, well, it's basically the same, but the only thing different is rap Rap is like a popular art. You know, it, it's in a form that, that resembles spoken word, but it's very different in their sounds. You know, rap is focused on the fact of it, it rhyming, you know, to make the rhythm rhyme musically, but poetry is based on word flow. And spoken word, which poetry and spoken word to me is two different things because I look at like how poetry is based on the word flow. Spoken word is not based on rhyme. It's it's basically basically with the word play, you know. A lot of spoken words don't rhyme, but it still makes sense. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'm seeing a couple callers in the building, so I want to go ahead and get their opinions on this team. Uh, I see our CEO and founder, Black Ice, is in the building. Black Ice, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, lady and gentlemen. How are you? Blessed to be here. Um, so our topic tonight is what are the major differences and what defines as a genre um, spoken word like performance poetry, page poetry, and hip-hop? Okay, um, let's do this. Shoot me the one you want me to do with first, and I'll break that down, and then I'll go to the next. Um, because of your breadth of knowledge in it and its uh, history within you, sir, I'd like you to start with hip-hop this evening. Okay, so hip-hop was originated in the late 70s by African Bimbada, Cool Herc, and all of the other pioneers that began this art form. And the art form actually began off of the music in the 70s. Um, they were taking the music in the 70s. The DJs were playing the breaks off of those songs, um, the bridge of those songs. And then the MCs and the DJs began to speak over those breakbeats of those songs that came from the 1970s. And that's why you see so many recreations of older songs, especially in older hip-hop or old-school hip-hop, and even today. And so... Hip-hop became, became an expression of the streets, um, and the name itself, hip-hop, actually came from the first lyrics of the Sugar Hill Gang song. Um, a hip-hop, a hippie-tippie-hippie, the hip-hip, a hoppy, you don't stop, a rockin'. So that's where there was no art form by its name until that song came out um, by Sugar Hill Gang. And so um, the 80s, it began to catch fire, um, it began. It became the performance part of poetry, um, sort of like spoken word. But this one was restricted to bars, so you had to complete a certain rhyme scheme by the drop of the beat, and that's why you always hear people say, "Give me a hot sixteen bars." And so the difference between rap, which is a form of hip hop, break dancing, which is a form of hip hop. Um, um, DJing, which is a form of hip-hop, and spoken word, which is also a form of hip-hop, is that spoken word is not restricted to bars. It's free. So you don't have to complete a rhyme scheme by a certain time frame. It's free. There are no bars um, as far as restricting the rhyme scheme and, the, and how long the rhyme scheme has to be. And it doesn't have to be a rhyme scheme at all when it comes to spoken word. Um, again, it's still performance poetry. Now, when it comes to the written literary sense of it, um, it doesn't have to be rhythmatic at all. It doesn't have to rhyme at all. It can go back to its truest form in the beginning, which was just an expression of one's feelings and, ex and an expression of one's emotion. And so those are your three different levels and your three different chambers of um, poetry from the hip-hop version, which includes the music, to the spoken word version, which can or it doesn't have to include music, but it's not restricted by um, bars and form, and, and, you know, as it relates to a certain rhyme scheme. And then, like I said, the written form. Anybody could be a writer, but everybody can't be a spoken word artist. Everybody can't be a performance poet. But every performance poet 
or every spoken word artist is a poet versus every poet being a spoken word artist. Exactly. I agree with you, brother. Thank you, brother. Thank you, legend. <laughs> hey, while we got while we got you on the phone, man, I want to ask you, are you excited about this weekend coming up? I am excited about this weekend coming up, but I am also um, what's the word I'm trying to use? I have a lot of pressure on me right now, Legend. I have, um, you know, the success and failure of this event is actually riding on my shoulders. I know the event is going to be successful. I can tell you the number of people who are there already bought their tickets, um, so I'm not worried about that. But, you know, when it comes to, and I'll be honest, when it comes to the hours that I spend, at the award shop, getting these awards together. When it comes to the hours that I spend on the phone with the person who does the certificates, getting the certificates um, together, it comes to the hours of preparation and designing a program, because the program has to be designed. You just can't come in and say, okay, y'all, we here, now what are we going to do? No, it has to be laid out what you're going to do when the door is open, how the room is going to be designed, what's going to happen the first hour and a half, what's going to happen um, at the beginning of the performances, what's going to happen. All that stuff has to be laid out and all that stuff has to be designed and it comes from my mind. And so when you think about all those things and then people say, well, I don't know if I'm going to come. And these are the people that you're honoring and they haven't made a decision in their mind yet as to whether they think that it's important enough to come. Those things become disappointing as a leader, you know what I'm saying, and as someone who really don't have to take the time to do anything for anyone but himself. But because I'm selfless and I desire to see other people pushed forward and I desire to share my gifts and my experience with other people, it's kind of discouraging when some of those same people don't feel like it's important to even show up. I have trophies from last year. I got certificates from last year and the year before last from people who thought that it wasn't even important to come to a place where they were being honored. And I'm like, who does that? You know, so what kind of spirit has to be in an individual for them to think that, okay, cool, someone wants to honor me. Someone wants to acknowledge me, and I don't think it's important enough for me to go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So the man inside of me is dealing with that. The God inside of me is telling me that in order to be a leader, you got to love those whom you lead more than they hate themselves. So I'm driven. I'm glad that Matt is coming. I'm glad that you are coming, brother. And I'm glad that Sister Benita's coming, and I'm glad from, that everybody is coming from around the country. But I wish that everybody had the drive and the desire that you guys have in order to um, be at this beautiful event. You know, brother, I, I, I don't think that anybody on this line or that, that's viewing right now can relate to what you just said other than myself. I know you can relate, brother. Because you, you know I, for, for the last seven years, well, the next one will be eight. The last seven years, I've been doing the Dove Seas Award in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and everything that you just said is identical to what I deal with every year. I get that, you know, I know, I know it'll be successful, but then there's the, okay, how will it turn out? What will it be? And then to be let down 
spending time getting the awards and everything, spending time setting up the DJs and the uh, the, um, the the venue, and then to have actually have people say, well, I don't think I'm coming. It's not really worth. It's not a real award and stuff. So, brother, I I, I share your burden. Trust me, I share your burden, and I'm glad <laughs> that I will be there. And, and 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 it's tripped out with the people who complain about the price. You know, it's like you're getting all you can eat, and you're getting a show, and you're getting you know this this event is well has cost me well over two thousand dollars. Oh yeah, brother. Just <laughs> you know, know what I'm any any of my services that you need while I'm there, they are yours. So that's for you know those if they don't come. I'm gonna make sure they know that they missed one hell of an event. Oh well, it's gonna be on Facebook Live, so let me be watching from home or wherever the hell they from. <laughs> I'm gonna be posting live on. <laughs> right. It's gonna be posted all over Dusty's Entertainment, all over, all over my pages. So, brother, um, man, it's 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 always an honor to talk to you, brother. It's always an honor, and just to see you continue to evolve and gradually step up, up bringing the bar up and up, brother. I, man, I got, I got, I got an unconditional love for you, brother. And it's, it's just, it's, it's amazing, man. And it is definitely reciprocated, man, uh, to you also as well. You know, for those who don't know the story, and I always tell the story that Dub sees um, and the group that he was with at the time, the MOC crew, was. Um, the reason why I even got into the genre of hip hop, you know, they were the ones who inspired me in 1985 when I met them on the block of 54th and Polina. It was right after the movie came out called Crush Groove. And I had no one in live person that I could identify with that was doing what I saw people doing on TV until I met them. And then that's what inspired the birth of Black Ice. I mean, the birth of Ice Cold that eventually became um, Black Ice. That's what's up, man. Well, brother, you 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 picked the trade up. You've been carrying this torch in the flag, and I mean, I, I salute you. I tip my hat, and I can't I can't wait to get I can't wait to get to Chicago just to hug just to hug my brother again, man. You know, because we 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 we've seen we've lost a lot of we lost a lot of brothers and sisters over the time, and. You know, we have to start to take these these moments that we get to see and congregate with each other a little more serious now. We're we're not teenagers anymore. We're not mm-hmm. teenagers anymore. And in a few weeks I'll be forty nine years old, man, and that's that's monumental. I'm from Inglewood, south side of Chicago. Who makes it to be forty nine and fifty years old? Mm-hmm. All right, I know I know we feel like we just took over the show and changed the subject, but I just had to put that out there for you, brother, because I know the work that you put in. I see, I know your work ethic. I talk to you during the daytime when everybody else may be doing whatever. I know what you're dealing with. So, brother, I man, I offer, I offer my services this weekend for whatever you may need them for, brother. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Hey, Matt. What's up, my brother? But uh, what we got going on here now? Well, I, I see uh, Eleanor has been hanging out with us in the building. I'm going to go ahead and bring them on. Eleanor, you're live on KOET Radio. This is Hot Topic Tuesdays. If you want to tell us who you are and where you're calling from. 
And it's Abnard from Chicago. Well, I'm visiting Los Angeles right now, but I'm originally from Chicago. So I, I like this kind of stuff. I'll just see what it was about. Um, well, our topic tonight is the differences between performance poetry, page poetry, and hip-hop. And if you want to give us a quick insight on what you think the differences or defining characteristics of one or the three genres are. What it, um, Black Eyes just woke me up a little earlier with his comment. I thought hip-hop was music. I didn't think about the dance aspect. And I thought spoken word was just when you're literally doing that. You're standing there, you're speaking, and you're expressing it that way. But page, is that, is that the same thing as spoken word in the sense that you're reading off the page literally? Or does it mean something else? Is it a metaphor for something what? else? Like page poetry would be picking up a book and reading it. Performance poetry is getting in front of a microphone and hearing it. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, I'm a little more enlightened now. Well, definitely. Well, we're glad you could join us. Um, keep hanging out in the building with us. We're going to keep going into this topic, bring some other callers on, and uh, really try to flesh this out for us. All right, brother, we appreciate you joining us. That <laughs> was Eleanor live in the building with us tonight. Um, I'm going to swing this back over to the team. We can get into this. Um, would you see um, performance poetry versus a hip-hop show? What's, because um, as Black Ice has taught me, and I very much so agree with, um, when it comes to words, it's a very spiritual thing. It does give you a feeling. You can't tell me what a word tastes like. You can't tell me what it like. You can't tell me the texture of it, but you, you can tell me how it gave you some kind of emotional response, which is a spiritual thing. So um, to Dub C's and Benita here, what do you think is the major characteristic as far as that energy, that spirituality that exists within the different genres we've been talking about? I feel well, like I, it's a spiritual thing across all three of them. You know? We know. Yeah, definitely. I personally, I mean, I, I honestly feel that. Um, how can I how can I put this? I, if I if I base it on what what is out now, I would have to say that poetry and spoken word is kind of, is more of a spiritual thing. But right now, right now, hip hop is just it's mumble talk. You, you, you really don't know what they what the hell they're saying anyway. It's just mumble rap. Everybody sounds just alike. You really can't understand anything. It really doesn't have any meaning at all. But poetry, poetry itself, is it's like a self. It's like a self expression. If you hurt, it comes out in your poetry. If you're in a good in a good spirit, it comes out in your poetry. This hip hop, I don't care what kind of mood you're in. It all sounds the same. It all sounds like you want to fight. You're gonna rob somebody. <laughs> all anger. I mean, it's, it's, it's no substance at all. So I would have to well, say if, that. If, if you guys don't mind, I do want to jump in the, um, with respect to what you were saying. We have to be careful and we have to be mindful as to which one we charge with that foolishness, you know. So hip-hop is a genre. Rap is a style that is a part of the genre. So 
I would say more so that rap has become like that, but not hip hop. That what what is being done um, is not actually hip hop. That's rap. So, rap is a culture, which which contains the dancing, which contains music, which contains rapping, and which contains um, the DJing. But that would be equivalent, you know, to saying that the way that they're dancing now, you know, um, I don't know what kind of dancing that is, but you can't throw the whole genre away because of the art form has gone astray. So I would more charge what, with what you're saying with rap has gone that way. Um, and rap has become defiled more so than I would say hip hop um, as a whole has become defiled. I got to agree with that. I should, I should have worded it better because, Hip hop is like is it, is a mixture of four elements, and rap is just what it is. One, you, right? I, I agree. I agree. And it's not mm-hmm. the the sad or not so nice or I, I, it's hard for me to talk about it in a way that's positive. But that not the part of that rap or even the hip hop that we don't like. That's just what the powers that be want our people to hear on the radio. There's still right. people producing great music every day. I was in the studio the other day with a brother just doing some. They were all laying oh, down some like really good. dope things, you know. So it's 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 still being produced. It's just not getting airplay. Let me yeah, find that, out you I, be in the studio singing hooks on people's songs. Let me find out. Benita Applebaum. No, no, I was I was that spiritual influence, you know. I was the. Uh, Mm, kumbaya person that had them putting out the really good stuff. Okay, all right. Right, that positive energy. Everybody that's tuning in on Facebook Live, you are tuning in to the three-time national award-winning PWT Radio, and this is Hot Topic Tuesday with myself, Dub C, Miss Bonita, we got Max Fager, and also in the spirit, Miss Conception. So we can't leave her out because wherever we go, she goes. So she's here also, so... I see we got viewers in, and um, one of the viewers was saying that nowadays um, no one is really telling stories anymore. Well, I, I have to agree with that. You know, it's, it's well, well, I got I agree with that. But even the rappers are telling stories; it's just stories we don't want to hear. <laughs> that's just that's my personal. I'm keeping it personal. That's my personal. You know, some of the stories that they're telling. Oh, I'm on that lean. Oh, I just had, I sit some perp, I did, you know, okay, since when did it become, um, when did it become okay to be a dope thing? When did it become okay to, to, to run around and drink two, three bottles of cough syrup? You know, you don't have a cold. What, I mean, what's going on? You know, that's not a story I want to hear. So, <laughs> hey, that's just my opinion. I'm, you know, it's high topic. I, can... <laughs> I got to agree with you, Dub C's, and, um, to Black Ice's and Benita's point, um, I don't think that the comparison of the, excuse me, the overarching blanket to that criticism for all hip hop is accurate. Um, there's a very big difference between these entertainers, rappers, and MCs. Um, MCs, yeah. like MCs, are your absolute. They're the people who have, in my opinion, 
the most spirituality. They carry more traditional roots. It's very beat work. It's a lot of intrinsic rhythms and just how they're saying it. There's a big difference in the performance there. And then you have rappers, which is more of a style. That's where you see, you know, cues starting to come in. You see um, callbacks a lot more in the rap style to other people's songs and their own songs. You see more callbacks. You see a more, for lack of a better way to say it, um, morally centric culture, depending on how, like, wherever you view morality there is up to you. But it is still very focused on morals. It does glorify certain things. And then you have entertainers, which is what you hear on the radio. So to compare entertainers to MCs is like asking your microwave to do what your oven can. It's simply just not going to happen. <laughs> that's, that's metaphorically put it, Mike. Matt, that's, that's a good way of putting it. That's, that's a real good way of putting it there. I like that. You can always count on Matt to come in and just lay it out there. Oh, I'm trying. Miss Bonita. Yes, sir. Hey, I'll, oh, let me do that again. Miss Bonita. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, I I had a question for you. Um, you, you're into spoken word, right? I love to listen to it. I love listening to it. <laughs> I mean, okay, okay. When you listen to spoken word, what is, what is it that what what does it do to you? What do, what quality does it bring out of you? Or or what's the influence that it, the spoken word have on you? It it depends. For instance, I've had some where. I might cry or laugh or, you know, like be like, hmm, or okay, shut your mouth or say that again or rewind, right? There's there's lot, there's all kinds of feelings that you get listening to somebody tell a story. So, and then sometimes I laugh and sometimes I cry and sometimes I'm like, oh, I need to think about that one. So... So it all goes right back to the storytelling. Right. Well, yeah, with the the emotions, you know, all of the senses come into play. You know, you see, you hear, you touch, you taste, you smell. You know, you, you start to indulge sometimes in all of it. Just like music. Just, just like any art form. You know, sometimes I can look at a painting and be... And have a good feeling about it. And sometimes I look at it like, what? What is that? I could have drew that myself, you know. <laughs> That's right. And, and and I can't help but because I am very creative. I'm not um, as skillful. Like, for instance, my daughter's an artist. She could draw just about whatever. I'm not nowhere near I cannot do what she can do but I've always been a creative person like I can create things like I can make a cake or I can write a story or I can um make a picture try and look good you know but oh um, a cake mm -hmm, absolutely you can make a cake yes yes I can create cakes and cookies and you know, I'm, I'm well, very good. creative in it. See, this just got way more dangerous. You should already be kind of flirting <laughs> on this there, and now you can feed them too. Uh, right, right, right. <laughs> Chocolate. I can make you a pina colada cake, hey, coconut, and pineapple. And we're introduced to alcohol in it. But, um, Sarah, you know what? I, can I say something, though, bro? 
Um, one of the things I wanted to say was when Matt, when you were talking about the MCs and when Black was talking about the MCs, I started thinking about Rakim when he said microphone commando. Yeah. And that's like there's definitely a big difference. And then I also started thinking about Chuck D when he talks about how the the history of hip hop and how it's changed and how it went to the negative instead of you know, and and it all kind of started happening when they recognize the powers that be when they recognize how important music is in our culture and in our community and how we listen to it. Not only are we listening to it and tell a story, but back to the spiritual essence of music. Music is one of those things that causes us as a people to, um, it's almost as if we, we, we listen to it, I want to use the phrase bow down to it, but it's it's not quite, you know, we're not we don't become a slave to the music, but we use the music as a way of learning and communicating and just enjoying life. I mean, there's a whole long list of things that we can do with the music. But for instance, the music was fight the power. You remember those kind of things? That type of music and then that turned into um and then that started changing. So people were starting to not do drugs, not do negative things. And so then they said, "Hold on, these people are are we we need to infiltrate this community with drugs and all kinds of negative stuff, and we want them. And so it has swooped and turned all the way into, like what you were saying, Dub. With now we have a music about lean and cough syrup, cough syrup and all that kind of stuff. Where before we was having music like Fight the Power, Public Enemy, you know. And then, for instance, remember when NWA first came out? It wasn't just about the music wasn't all all um one sided about blacks hurting other black people like it wasn't all gangster like that. It was like hurting everybody. It's like no, we you know, you're harming me and you're harming me and you're harming me and you all these different groups are harming my people and I'm gonna tell the truth about all of it. Like that's one of the big differences um about hip hop versus this playful punk ass rapping that we have today. Right. <laughs> So the real, real true hip-hop, one of the reasons why we call it the real true is because that's what they spoke about in their music was real truth. Music all around, be it hip-hop, what rap, spoken word, in any form that it comes, it's influential. And I agree I agree, I agree with what you just said because I had, I had the, um, the pleasure of, um, of actually meeting, meeting and opening up, you know, performing with with Chuck D and Public Public um Public Enemy, Public Enemy, mm-hmm. when they was coming through Chicago, me and Top actually had the chance to open up and talk to them. And the music is influential, but the thing with them, what they was rapping, is actually what they were about. Nowadays, people just rapping what they say. Well. This is what's in, so I got to do it. But then when you see them on a, on elsewhere, they're not the person that's in that 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 was just rapping that song. Half of them is broke, half of them is bums. I'm just keeping it real. But if you listen to their songs, oh, I got I got this. I own that. I'm doing this, and they're not really doing anything. And that's why spoken word, you know, it gives you a chance to to be who you are. You know, if if you're suffering with something like me myself, I'm really glad that. That I've I've started to evolve to spoken words the way that I have because best things that was in my life that I held on nobody knew about I held on to it for a long time but spoken word helped me to get it out 
And, I mean, it, it, it makes a difference because now that it's out of my system, it's out in the open, I'm not holding it to my chest anymore, you know, my, my character is different. So I, if any type of music, be it rap, spoken word, whatever, it's all influential. And if, like you say, we become slaves to it so much, yeah, so much. You know, Matt Dub, I'm wondering, I got another question now since you said that. What about all the poets who've reached celebrity status, like Nicki Giovanni or Sonia Sanchez, um, people like that? they still seem to be true to the craft even after they reach celebrity status. But we have so many rap artists where after they reach celebrity status, they're not as true to the to themselves or to the craft anymore. Why, why is that? Well, is it because they're not infiltrated by these powers that be as much? Or is it the fact that it's to music? Or do we as a people society um worship the the entertainers with the music and the rap more so than we do the uh, uh a spoken word artist who reaches celebrityism I don't know I just have this question in my head now I I guess I guess my I guess my my view my viewpoint of all of that would be that it's easier it's easier to get rappers to look a certain way a spoken word artist is a person that either majority of them are, are so at peace with themselves. I got I, okay. I got a, I got a perfect example. If you look at a person's a person's exterior, then you go, wow. I wonder what is this person. But but half the time, a spoken word artist. If you look at Miss Kylie, I got to use her for an example. When I look at Miss Kylie on a, on a picture or something, I can see that she's a spoken word artist. It just it, it's in her pores, it's in her face, everything. But half the, I mean, she just she looks at peace regardless of what she's dealing with. The fact that she's a spoken word artist, when she comes out, her aura just uh, just takes over the room, and it's like it's like that that like ah that that breath of fresh air. Rappers walk out right away. You 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 don't know whether you should duck. You don't know what's going on because they come out with so much aggression, and 80, 89, probably 89.9% of them aren't sober anyway, so they have no clue where the hell they are. That's the the ones that are that 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 entertainers that we hear on the radio every day all day, but not all hip-hop artists, right? We still have... No, not um, all. Not all. The, the, one, the ones that they let hit the, hit the radio scene repeatedly. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, um, like I said, we can't keep holding entertainers to the same standards that we hold MCs to, but the real problem is that we continue to support it. People denounce it all the time, but do you really change the radio channel when it comes on? How often do you do that? Oh, do you all the time. It? Do you thumbs down it? How many long. people do you know that bought that album? Mm-hmm. Like, it, there's a real quick way to make them stop making it. Stop buying it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, I want to do something before we, because we're getting close to the end of our show here, and uh, our CEO and founder, Black Eyes, had an excellent suggestion. Um, We have a thing here at Poe. It's called Rule Number 5. We always got to be ready. And since we're talking about genre and these different things about it, um, I thought it would be a really good idea to see the eclecticism um, in our host tonight and also Black Eyes and do a uh, speed round to close out the show this evening. 
How do we feel about that, team? Hey, hey, you know, come on now, man. Come on now, man. <laughs> Everybody went all quiet on me. I was like, damn. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Um, but we'll go real quick here. Um, we'll do Dub C's, Miss Benita, myself, and we'll finish off with Black Eyes. Benita going to split a piece? What? I don't, I don't think Matt knows that that's not my area of expertise, but... You just said you was up in the studio. <laughs> I was up in the studio, like, listening. I could say we we could start with me because I don't think I am nearly. Um, oh come on! <laughs> okay, okay, I'm down. We'll we'll try something. All right, let's do it. All right. All so right. I'm on. Dub, you wanna go first? Hey, if <laughs> you want to, lady. Okay, I'll go. So I'm sitting here chilling with my fellas on the phone, and we're thinking about what to do and how we're going to use those different tones. And I am saying, hmm, 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 because I don't really know what to do with them. I'm just thinking that maybe we should chill and go home. Shoot, I don't know. I was listening today to a black saying something really beautiful. He had me almost in tears, and maybe he'll share some of that with you. Mm, I'm just thinking about what else we can do, what else I can say, and all I know is just peace and love because I love you. Oh. <laughs> as I said around throughout the week, but mostly during the work days, my face is never chiseled, but her brain is, if she say, like an eight-track put on pause and a CD locked on repeat. I can hear a voice loud and clear yelling, 16 shots in the street. 16 shots, the cops did it. 16 shots, they all hit it. But the best 16 shots delivered was with misconception spitting. From female gangster to poet to leading the protest, <laughs> with the words that was heavy enough to pierce through a bulletproof vest. With deception in this election, with Trump winning this election, I can... Hear the comforting words of our sister misconception, saying, "We can't give up or fall for what they give us." And thank her for mentoring many of us. And now we know who to trust. See, y'all knew the woman that created all those monumental verses, but I knew the woman that laid many of our adversaries in hearses. I sometimes catch myself picking up my phone to dial her up, but reality sets in, and the memory she left is what keeps my smile up. When all else has failed, like a nation going through a recession, peace and blessings, the true words of our sister misconception in peace. Lately, it seems like I've been a little vulnerable. Self-esteem, so it seems so twisted, it's breaking at the seams, and I might just find exploration of my flaws more interesting. So be it. Time, I'm investing in the idea of being more than amazing. See, he does always push me to be better, so nothing of what you're expecting. I'm setting those aside. Now take a side, doubtful or hype. See, I'm not the type that'll let hate be fruitful. I can roll back the eyes and shift into Orion's overdrive. See, driven is an understatement. I've got an obsession. So allow me to demonstrate an articulation and rhyme scheme. I mean, this is just 
an egotistical indulgence. And while I may look innocent, I've spent hours with ink-tinted fingertips filling personal keys to the castle. Now I'm consisting of genius. Y'all be witnessing that I'm pillaging words, pivoting swerve over to a new deep-hitting topic that I'm a pop dinner brother than DC. I'm selling spits, no scribbling, just scripting. Y'all missing any of this? Do I need to rewind so y'all can catch the full scope on my mind? I said that I'm pillaging words, pivoting swerve, as in serve any and everyone. Did y'all not know that I can throw shade 20 degrees colder than any oak tree, making me a proud resident of the, I wish somebody woods. It contains hundreds of acres. You can catch these hands and end up with acres. Now cast a line. It was selling fits, no scribbling, just scripting, as in creating a word and placing it on clothing, then printing pages in plastic so explosive you might have to call that plastic. Mystic type of flow can slow it down and plant metaphor. Then be proud to be called poetics underground. Blow the surround sound and be found studying so the lines in life can remain heaven sent. Kind of like the stars aligned in a belt and then I put it on. Call that champion starship. More free than Jefferson, band or founder, just fodder for an award-winning mindscape. See, I never scrape the bottom of the barrel. I just rap as in rhythm-assisted poet. Intrinsic in vocal vibration, sensation maybe, but surely unique when I speak. Give me that. As a matter of fact, I think that I can prove that. You can see what happens when I indulge in an ego unrelenting, but I'd rather be found spending time helping and then shaping society, but fight me. But sometimes it's necessary for an egotistical indulgence in peace. Now, I ain't wrote no controversial shit in a long time. Y'all still ain't answered my first piece that I ever wrote. Why? And I, ain't, and I wrote that shit a long time ago. At the time, I addressed the government, but this time, I want to take time to address Chicago. Over 750 murders this year. Do your math, nigga. That's more than double the days that there are in a year. Mothers fear their babies not making it home from school. Unemployed motherfuckers ain't got time to look for a job, but find time to be on Facebook, Instagram, face chatting, Twitter, acting a damn fool. And these so-called gangs out here ain't following no rules, ain't got no structure, but those motherfuckers knew exactly what they was doing when they locked up Jeff Ford and Larry Hoover. See, there's an old saying, cut off the head and the body will fall. I said, cut off the head and the body would fall. Let this be a lesson to all y'all. And I'm appalled at some of y'all Chicago artists who boost and boast to the world on how your lyrics be so cold. And some of those poets going to be in Chicago this Saturday, right up on stage, talking about how God saved their soul and won't go to no school or get out there on no streets to even try to save one's soul. And got the nerve to look at somebody else and judge. Well, today, I ain't going to budge. See, I can read you like a Kindle. Since when did it become cool for a hypocrite to become judgmental? Oh, and as far as the church, if you're really there to help save lives, then let me make a proposal. If you're not involved in community affairs to help save lives, then stop paying tithes. And as far as the Black Lives Matter movement, oh, oh, oh you thought it, that I was going to let you off the hook? Did you? I believe in Black Lives Matter. 
But when is black lives going to matter to black people? March in the hood like you do downtown. Shut down these gas stations and liquor stores in the hood that have become breeding grounds for our babies to get shot down like you do those businesses on Black Friday downtown, Chicago. Home of the world champion Chicago Cubs, the Bad News Bears, and home of the Chicago bullshit. See, I don't think y'all understand. The shit going down in Chicago has always been about land. Hell, for that matter, everywhere and every war and conflict since the beginning of man has always been about land. See, I recognize the hustle. Did you ever notice that as soon as they tore down the projects, the crime rate in Chicago doubled? Display these gangs to go live in the area where those gangs live. Let them kill one another. So what if an innocent baby gets killed? We'll go to the funeral, send flowers to the mother. And in the meantime, let the land on the south side and the west side become devalued. And I ain't no scholar. But in those same communities, they selling land right now for one dollar. And like the land that the projects used to stand on, they're going to be on retail spaces and condos. And while you're addicted to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and FaceChat, your babies are addicted to nachos and cheese. Little baby Chucky say cheese. Smile for the camera. So what if you a boy? Shake your booty for the camera. Coon for the camera. Over 750 murders in Chicago. And as artists, we all have a responsibility to get out of the open mic set and in these streets, to come out of the church and get in these streets, off social media and get in these streets. See, we all like to talk to talk, and we love to have our voice heard. But when are you going to realize that your actions speak louder than your words? Words, that's that piece. All right, all right, right, and that there was uh, that was that was a whole speed round, including our the POET founder, um, Black Ice. That was a phenomenal speed round right there, and that piece right there says it all. The city of Chicago needs to stand up. Everybody needs to stand up. You know, I like the I like the part where he said that everybody gonna be on stage saying how they were they. They, they, their songs are so cold, but they ain't willing to go out to the schools and save one soul. That is so damn true. Woo! Team, would y'all like to say y'all um put y'all last thoughts in before I sign out on Facebook Live? Yeah, I just want to say that it's been a phenomenal show. Um, we discussed things. I've gotten messages from people, you know, that, hey, I haven't thought about this that way before, or, you know, you made me want to look a little bit deeper into this genre. Um, and it's really nice to see that kind of response from the community, and it is the people that make this type of show possible. And I really just appreciate my spot on this show, the people I get to work with, and the people that tune in on whatever platform they happen to be doing that on. Um, it's a great pleasure every week getting to do that, and I can't wait to see you all in Chicago. I appreciate you all so much. I really feel like you're going to help me sharpen my saw. Thank you very much. Absolutely. <laughs> And uh, and I, I agree with you, too. The um, Black's piece was 
real dope. I um when I heard it earlier today, I was like, yeah. Like I said, it's one of those very influential. I thought about that piece when I was talking about things that sometimes can make you cry, you know, smile. You know, he put all of that in there. So I um we're gonna uh, move the conscious thoughts show to Tuesday night, so I'll be on next Tuesday doing that. Okay, okay. So we we gonna we gonna. We we gonna make sure, we gonna make sure we tune in to you, sister. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna make sure we tune in to Bonita the conscious. She gonna be on here doing her thing and I'm gonna be tuning in because I got to support it. Yeah, thank you. And but um for uh, hey, uh, does the CEO wanna say anything before I sign out? Yeah, I just wanna say, uh, God bless y'all. Thank y'all for calling the show tonight and good night. Good night. Right. And for everybody that's tuning in on Facebook Live, you have been tuned in to the three-time national award-winning PWT Radio, and this has been Hot Topic Tuesday with myself, Doug Seas, my co-host, Matt Spasia, my co-host, Miss Bonita, and also in the spirit, our co-host, Miss Conception. And tonight we had, um, we, we was graced by the CEO of POET Radio, Mr. Black Ice himself, King of Poetry. And for everybody that's tuning in, make sure y'all stop in next week and check out Miss Benita, and she will be on here doing her thing. And, man, just support P-O-E-T, people of extraordinary talent. Those words mean a lot, you know. So I uh, see uh, we have we have viewers in here that in, and um, Albert Walker, what's up, bro? I see you in the building. Diane Williamson, I see you in the building. Everybody that was in the building, Maurice Brown, I appreciate y'all coming in and checking us out this week. But this has been Hot Topic Tuesday, and until our next viewing, Y'all stay smooth. And in the words of misconception, peace Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.